Well, I waited a little longer this time. I know. You were waiting and hoping that I would enter and be enthusiastic and excited. And I am, and I will be. But I want to tell you that this show, Randy, is something that is, I think, uh, sought out and to die for. I'm so thankful for our listeners out there dialing in. Because I know, listen, I know every week for me, it's like I cannot wait to hear Randy Cook's voice. <laughs> I mean, I literally think about that. I have dreams about uh. it. It's 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 just a wonderful experience. And, you know, one of the things that I hope as you're listening to this show, as you listen to each and every week, if you're not, shame on you. I mean, really, what what better things could you be doing with your time? I don't think much. So you want to be listening to this show each and every week, catch a lot of the things that we're talking about, financial stuff, stuff going on today, stuff that's happening economically. There's some things that the government has put into place. We did a show on that last week. If you missed it, go check it out. Absolutely impacts your wealth, your money, your investments. You want to know what that is. We've had some other conversation about tax planning and some other things as well, how to save money in taxes. Those have been all on some other previous shows. And we've had some other kind of initial shows, Randy, about COVID-19. Seems like that's a common, you know, term that some people in the uh, in the world really have kind of heard of. It's, it's, <laughs> it's still a newer term to some people, but some have heard of COVID-19. And it's, the, you know, the, the story is getting out. That's all I can say. For many, it is the only story out there. <laughs> Exactly. COVID what? Yeah. yeah. So listen, we want to have the show today talking about the idea of will COVID last forever? Because I know certainly it can feel that way. You know, you have these uh, issues as far as how many people have COVID-19, how many have gotten it, how many are not getting it. Are the numbers real? Are they not real? You know, you got all these reports coming out saying all this stuff. Hey, we got all these people getting the virus, but then you got other reports from like Advent Health in Florida saying 33,000 tests were false positives. You know, I, I heard of other stories of nurses actually sending swabs away to get tested that have never been actually even swabbed in anybody's uh, nostrils, and they came back positive. <laughs> so it's like, what is really going on here? I got to tell you, that's a little bit above my pay grade, and that's not something necessarily we're going to talk about specifically on this show. But what I do want to do, Randy, on this show is I want to give people some hope and I want to help them have some direction in relation to their investments because everybody out there, for the most part, is in a place, whether you're retired or you're soon going to be retired or you're building your wealth, whatever your story looks like, you're in a place where you have investments and you're saying, okay, I'm getting kind of whipsawed along in this process and I'm not really sure what to do. What if COVID does last forever? What if all of a sudden, God forbid, and you're hearing reports now about the swine, you know, this mm-hmm. new swine flu from, oh my goodness, what if we get another, what if we get this, what if we get that? What if lockdown forever? So all of these things, what should you do with your investments? And that's a pending question along the way. A lot of you out there are working and you're saying, you know, I'm just, I've had enough. I think I'll just uh, cause myself to have an early retirement. Or maybe you're looking to sell your business and you got questions about that. All of those things are uh, real valid concerns. And so I just wanted to give some guidance on this show on what you should do, how you should respond with your investments specifically as we feel like this COVID thing is going to be here for for some time. Like the movies. You know, when something horrible happens in the movies and then they they flash the screen and at the bottom it says, two years later. And, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of exactly. what we want right now. We want to go, only two years, huh? Two years later. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Coming to America, you know, and Eddie Murphy. I can't remember the name of his actor, but he was there. You know, obviously he's a prince from another country, yes, right? So yes. he comes in and the guy's there and he's talking about how he was... Uh, 
you know, on mopping floors and stuff like that. And now he's on burgers and then pretty soon to be, you know, assistant manager. And he's in like, all in two years. And he's like, only two years. huh? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's a prince of a country. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it, it can definitely feel like things last forever. You look back and you say, wow, that went quick. You know, I look at it now. I'm 42 years old, Randy. I'll be 43 in September, September 9th. Of this year, 2020. So, if you want to send some gifts, just, I was look just Walt saying, not Walt that he's up. dropping a not that he's dropping a date on you, but uh, there it is. I am dropping a date. <laughs> it's it's intentional, and it was meant to be intentional, and it was meant to put pressure on you okay. to buy me gifts. All righty. So there was no like ulterior motive, except there was pure motive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the reality of it is just check us out. Wall, private wealth, lean on the wall.com, whatever, and send me something nice. <laughs> but all that to be said, you know, Randy, when you look at your investments, I think you got to be asking questions that you're just not asking right now. I think the first question that you have to ask is, are you just going to continue to stay in the whipsaw that wall street wants to put you in? Are you going to continue to just say, you know what? I'm just going to be on the swing of life, hoping the wind blows. And if it doesn't, my ride's going to be pretty uneventful. Right. You have to be in a place with your investments that we ask the question, what is the right thing to do? Well, you know, the old saying, when all is said and done, a lot is said and sometimes not much is done. That's exactly exactly right. So what should you do? All right, let's get down to the brass tacks, as they say, and talk about that. Well, what we know, I mean, listen, just truth be told on our own portfolios, most of you know by now, if you've been listening to this show a little while, I have multiple companies. One is Wall Private Wealth. One is U.S. Private Wealth. Another one is uh, Wall Lehman. Another one is Michael D. Wall LLC. Sorry for the mouthful, but that's the reality. All of us and all of the companies can be found at leanonthewall.com. So if you got questions about us, you got questions about your portfolio, you got questions about getting a second opinion on your wealth, just go to leanonthewall.com. And you know, one of the things I will say, Randy, is this, in relation to our own uh, view, you know, this isn't talking about just thought and theory. This is actually what we're doing for our clients right now that have monies in the market. Now, you know, we talk a lot about the idea of the efficient portfolio, utilizing uh, diversified real estate, using private equity, which is buying into private companies, using other hard asset structures and advanced tax planning, also insurance-based products. All of these things as a blend and a mix gives us what we call the efficient portfolio, but specifically for the piece that is in the market. Okay. Right now, one of of the things that we got going on, at least as I'm doing this show today, June 30th, at about two o'clock PM, we are in a situation where we have sold all of the long positions, all of the positions that were essentially would make money if the markets go up. We've sold all of those. And uh, Dalton, our junior portfolio manager for U.S. Private Wealth, has actually implemented a shorting position. That's been happening for about a week, week and a half now-ish. And what that means, basically, is we can make money when the market goes down. And then we get about 70% of the portfolio in cash. Now, that is just for the slice of investments that are in the markets. The other thing that that's really important for you to understand when you look at your investments, this is the approach that we take. I would suggest that you do the same. It is a proactive approach. You know, just like you were talking earlier about the idea, you know, people want this to be this way and this to be that mm-hmm. way. And then mm-hmm. they want to prepare for their business to grow in any environment. And then when the environment comes, you're talking about the flooding and hurricanes. And, and when that actually happens, then people are in a place where like, oh, my goodness, we got to start to fill some sandbags. Huh. Well, it's a little too late mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And you got to prepare in advance. So we take a very proactive approach when it comes to investing in the markets. And we are always from the school of thought that we would rather make a little less in volatile times and keep our powder dry so that way we can prepare and really, hopefully, Lord willing, win the game 
long-term. And Randy, I think that's the first thing that people have to do. You know, we've been talking about some of these types of things as, as you've been listening to this show. If you've listened to some of the past shows, talking about paying attention to what you're investing in, I think that's so crucial. But this is the time. You know, the markets went down. They came back. We're in a place where they're basically flat, if you will, for the year, okay? This is a time right now where you got to look at what's going on and say, you know, I got to look at things a little bit differently. I got to be making some changes that are different, and I got to be real serious about that. It's a little bit positive for the year right now, but we got a lot of stuff, I think, ready yet to hit the system. A wise man once said, it was not raining when Noah built the ark, right? So yeah. You got to prepare. Yeah. You got to look at what's... And, and I mean, okay, so let me let me call you on this a little bit, Michael, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because financial, being a financial advisor, you look at the data, mm-hmm. you have to look at the history, mm-hmm. and we don't have much history on what we're going through right now. How, when you look at somebody and they say, you're guessing, Michael, you're guessing, you're guessing, you're, you're, you're saying I, I'm hedging a bet against yeah. what's coming f- in the future and hoping that I am right. I don't know that I want to put my retirement money on something like that. Yeah. Well, I would say, first off, that's a good thought. And I appreciate that, that interaction there, because at the end of the day, partially you are correct. I mean, you know, that's one of the reasons when I talk about the efficient portfolio, Randy, we want to look at a variety of different aspects. You know, I talk a lot on this show and other places when I do uh, teachings on investments and things like that. I talk a lot about the fact that a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. A lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. Now, I used to start saying that years ago, and all of a sudden we hear all these other advisors saying that same quote. I was like, well, you know, thank you for uh, <laughs> taking that and using that because it's a valid thing that people want to hear. They need to know. They need to know. Consumers, investors need to know that, you know what, maybe there are other things out there that I'm unaware of. Mm-hmm. And you need to do research and you need to learn and you need to listen. You need to open your ears and you need to realize it may not necessarily be Wall Street driven. So, yes, are, are there elements of guesses, elements of uh, doing research and really educated guesses? This is not putting a blindfold on Randy and spinning me around 14 times and then mm-hmm. trying to throw a dart on a, on a dartboard. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I know you do that when you go home <laughs> uh, whenever you're trying to figure out where the refrigerator is. But that's Randy Cook. Not everybody can be perfection every day. Well, I like your term the efficient portfolio and I think that one of the ways to kind of test this is to say how did I do in 2019 yeah how am I doing in 2020 so you had a portfolio built for 2019 is that portfolio handling 2020 the answer is probably no so now you have to say how do I shore up the 2020 to make sure I'm prepared for all of these possibilities well and that's really the idea of the proactive part right You know, if you're going to go to the beach, okay, the chances are when you get to the beach, you probably know a few things. You probably know there's going to be sand there. Mm -hmm. Number one, check. Mm -hmm. Number two, when you go to the beach, there is typically sun in the sky, a Mm -hmm. sun, Mm -hmm. right? And number three, there's also an ocean and water. So what happens when you get there? Well, if you're out there and you're at the beach all day long, is there a chance in a saltwater environment with sand that's dry and a hot sun that you potentially could get thirsty. 
I would assume so, yes. Okay, that's a one. That's a little test for you. There's right? an assumption you made. Test, okay. test okay. number two. All test right. number two. Do uh -huh. you think if you're out there in the sand and the water, salt water there on your body, which magnifies the rays of light from the sun on your skin because it like, acts like a magnifying glass when your body gets wet and the droplets are there and the sun's up there in the sky and it's 95 degrees outside and there's limited clouds, do you think there's a chance that you may get sunburned? That's an assumption, but yes, I think it's a pretty good one. Okay, so those are all things that you can say real quick, simple things. And you might say, that's crazy, Mike. I understand that. But the point is, is we make assumptions about every, almost everything that we do in life. Mm -hmm. And so what happens? Well, you proactively prepare for going to the beach. What do you do? Well, you get a cooler. And you go get some ice at the store because, you know, unless you got a Yeti where the drinks last 14,000 days, you know, you know, you're in a situation where you're going to need some ice. Even with a Yeti, you need ice. And you go ahead and you get some drinks there that are going to be good for you to help hydrate your body. And then you're going to get sunscreen lotion. And then you're going to get a towel because you may not want to land and lay directly on the sand and get sand all over your body. You see? So at the end of the day, you've made assumptions that are correct mm -hmm. because you've been there before. Mm -hmm. You may not have been there today. But you've been there before. You see, you were at the beach maybe a week ago. I live at the beach. We go to the breakers a lot. We hang out there. And we're blessed to have the opportunity to go to the club, right? So we go hang at the pool. They already have the towels there. The chairs are already set up. There's servers there with drinks and kind of whatever you want. And it's kind of like, uh, you know, Randy says, I wish I was you. And I'm like, you know, I can understand that. But at the end of the day... That's my story. That uh, may not be yours, but I know that we're going to go there. Now, what I don't know is when I go, as an example, I may not get the same chair available. We may not get the same spot available, but I have an idea what it looks like. So when you look at investments, that's kind of a little crazy, fun, you know, illustration there, Randy. But when you look at your investments and when we look at research, you know, I've been in the industry in some capacity for 19 years. Mm -hmm. I commentated for media nationally, Randy, you know this, and many of our listeners do, for CNBC, Fox Business, Bloomberg, for almost six years. We've written on for national media, right? Like Wall Street Journal, USA Today, Forbes, Smart Money, and the list goes on. And so what's happened is through that time of commentating and sharing thoughts and ideas and managing and making decisions for clients as they move into what we call the 30 to 40 years of unemployment, otherwise known as retirement. As we've done all of those things over the years, it's given us the ability to have context and understanding of what's happened. And not only that, Randy, we've done a tremendous amount of research on markets of past, not just the past 20 years, but the markets of the past 100 years almost. Mm -hmm. And looking back and saying, what are some of the economic drivers that actually causes markets to move and why? And one of the biggest factors of why markets move, aside from institutional investing, which is large companies or large organizations investing large dollars into markets in certain sectors in certain areas, the other thing is just the whole fact of demographic investing. Where is the, demo the demographic of people, the bulk of the people? Where are they investing? Where are they moving their money? What are they doing? You know, right now, Randy, we're coming off of really almost the tail end of the boomers retiring. Mm -hmm. And as they retire and we have other people that move into retirement, what's happening is, is you're having less and less people invest money into some of the same type of investments called the stock market that other people did in the past. And all you got to do is you say, OK, well, let's take a look at the kids. Let's look at the children of the boomers, or let's look at the children of those that are in their late 50s or even 60s. How are they doing right now in relation to investing money themselves for their own future? Randy, I'll let you answer that question. 
I'm packing it away as hard as I can, but not long from now, I'm going to be spending it. Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, the younger generation, the 20s and the 30s, and even the early 40s, a lot of them aren't saving like their parents used to. Mm-hmm. Right? So at the end of the... Because, why? Well, because they want to live their parents' lifestyle today. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go get a used car and then build up and then, you know, all the stuff that used will do. Why buy new when used will do? They're like, I don't even want... That sounds like a disease. I don't want anything, any part of that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, used what? I can go buy everything brand new all the time. Amazon delivers it to me every other second, and it's a wonderful thing. So they've been in a place where they've been conditioned to experience that kind of a lifestyle. And so, Randy, what I would say, you talked about how do we know? Well, is it a calculated guess? I took the long way around in case you weren't aware. But yes, it is a calculated guess, short answer. But it's a calculated guess based on a lot of data, a lot of history, a lot of understanding of the industry specifically. Could we be wrong? Yes. But so could everyone else. Mm-hmm. So what I'd rather do with the efficient portfolio model is say, okay, let's, let's think about how much of our money we actually want to put in the markets. And then let's think about how much of our money we want to diversify and put other places. And when we put them into the markets, they're diversified also. But we have a well-rounded, uh, yet diversified, yet you know, really direct approach. And that's the big difference. So as you're listening to this right now with your investments and you feel like you're a deer in the headlights and you're just kind of saying, I'm not really sure what I need to do. I'm not really sure what to do. I am scared. Yes, I lost some money. Yes, the markets come back. Yes, the the S&P year to date, by the way, is negative 4.91% as we're doing this show right now on June 30th. So it's almost 5% down for the year right now, the S&P. And you might be like, I don't know what to do. Well, I got to challenge you. There's, there's nothing wrong with stepping back and changing your structure. Let's use a, this analogy. Let's say you say, I want to I remodel my kitchen, right? Or I want to remodel my kitchen in my living room because I had a dog and the dog went outside a lot and it got, it got into the mud and it had to chase all of Randy's golf balls over the yard. <laughs> Had to get a lot of the golf balls from the neighbor's yard because Randy's uh, shot isn't as good as it used to be. Oh, watch it. Here we go. And now all of a sudden you're like, you know, I got stains on the, on the carpet and all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to change the carpet. And, and you're just like, you know what? We really need to change the, the carpet or the tile or the whatever in the living room. And we need to, up to upgrade the kitchen. So you say, you know what? Just to make sure we do this correctly, I'm just going to bring a bulldozer in and just tear the whole house down. Okay. <laughs> People are like, What? What do you mean you're gonna you, wait? So you wanted to you wanted to update your living room and your kitchen, yeah, and you wanted to just change the look and feel of your living room and your kitchen, yeah, and you're gonna bring a bulldozer in and knock your entire house down, yeah. Um, I'm not sure that that makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make sense. Obviously, what you're gonna do is you're just gonna go in and strategically redo the two rooms that you need to redo. And that's what I'm talking about when you look at your portfolio. I'm not talking about, you know, invasive, crazy surgery here. I'm talking about saying, you know what? If what you're doing has caused you to ebb and flow with the markets, you go up when the market goes up, you go down when the market goes down, and that's all you're doing. And we're worried about the fact that COVID's going to be here for some time, which means there's going to be instability, there's going to be uncertainty, there's going to be challenge, there's going to be new things on the horizon. And that means you got to do something differently. 
that may not be necessarily a complete de- demolition of your portfolio. It might be. I don't know. Maybe what you have is, is not near as good as what you think it is. So maybe it is a complete demolition. But maybe it's just simply a restructuring of one or two parts of the portfolio that causes everything to come into tune with one another. Last analogy that I'll make on that, Randy, it's like your body, right? So your body might be receiving nutrients, but there might be one or two nutrients that you're lacking. And those nutrients are actually the key to help your brain, your mind, and everything else work in conjunction and work well one with another. And once you get those two things, it makes all the difference in the world. As we're recording this, we're very close to the 4th of July, and we think of our people who have served our country. And I think of Navy SEALs, and I want Mm. my financial advisor to be a financial advisor Navy SEAL. You know, I mean, you think about how the planning that they put into any kind of an operation they do, they plan for every possible scenario, and then they have a plan if everything goes wrong. And and I think that that's kind of the plan that you want to have for your finances, for your retirement. And if you don't have that, it's, it's time for a conversation. Yeah, what's backing up your backup, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have that backup plan. Well, listen, we're about ready to wrap the show and close it down. I just wanted to encourage you in the process. I know a lot of these shows, not all of them, but you know, a lot of different shows will get into the weeds of, you know, things that you should practically be doing by this, by that, invest here, invest there specifically. But I really wanted to take some time to show and talk about something that I think people really are thinking about. And, you know, what if COVID is here for some time, Randy? People have to make real practical decisions. And I think the last thing that they need to be doing or or should be doing really for that matter is waiting around just to see what happens when they can actually make some moves now to at least go to higher ground. When the water starts coming in, man, you want to go to higher ground as fast as you can. And with your portfolio, you've worked hard for what you have. Don't let all of the politics and the nonsense of the world wipe away Um, the things that you've worked hard for. There are ways to do that. There are ways to increase your safety with your investments. There's ways to diversify in in, in areas that you're probably not taking advantage of right now. There are ways to reduce taxes, you know, along the way. There are ways to increase your, you know, planning when it comes to legacy, whether it's trust work or just having the right kinds of things in place so that way you can transition your wealth well, depending on what your story is, take more efficient income, more tax-favored or friendly income. All of those things can be done. And again, you got questions on that. There's a lot of great information out there on the web. I have a book, Retire Once, Retire Well. You can find that out by going to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And that will really, I think, be a guide and a resource to help you simply answer some questions to get you on the right track in relation to your investments. And as always, if you've got questions specifically, reach out to us at leanonthewall.com and a team member can reach back out. But our goal, or my goal really on the show is to help you intentionally move through life so you can live on purpose and live with purpose. Make sure you take a moment and share this show with one or two or even three people that you got in your phone right now. Maybe somebody, maybe three people that you've received a text from today. Take a moment and share this show to them so that we can say, listen, you really need to listen to this guy. He's going to share some thought. It's going to help you and get them in a place where they can get the knowledge that they need to protect themselves also. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next show.
Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 00010.